0: Today the Lord has made let us rejoice and be glad and join us for
1: join Zion worship live today where where you are. Let's join us as we get ready to bless God with our music ministry. Amen.
0: Hallelujah. Tu 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 I'm not going to be able to do I'm not going to be able to I'm the i i I want in the water, you're running, it's, run a body, run it's so With wonderful. If
1: we pray, if we
0: pray, if we pray, if we pray, we pray, our God, our God. Alleluia, to our God, we are the glory. To our God, we pray, and we pray, and we pray, and we pray, and we
1: God, Almighty God, we just thank you that every praise, Lord, belongs to you, for you are worthy to be praised. We bless you, Lord, here in this place. So, Father, we ask that, may the words of our mouth and the meditation of our hearts be accepted, Lord, in our sight, for you are our rock, and, Lord, you are our redeemer. Bless us, Lord, in the enlightenment of your word as we here of your word today, Almighty God. Bless us in the reading right now. In Jesus Christ's name, Lord, we pray. Amen. 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 As we continue on in our deliverance from the, our situations, we're looking again at Acts the 7th chapter. I'll be reading from the New Living Translation uh, for our text, and then we'll be exegeting, uh, preaching from the text of Exodus 14 uh, chapter uh, to further unpack God delivering us from our circumstances. In Acts the 7th chapter in the New Testament, The word of God reads again, verses 35 to 36. It says, so God sent back the same man his people had previously rejected when they demanded, who made you a ruler and judge over us? Through the angel who appeared to him in the burning bush, God sent Moses to be their ruler and savior. And by means of many wonders and miraculous signs, he led them out of Egypt through the Red Sea and through the wilderness for 40 years. Yes. Praise God for his word. Amen. 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 Let us continue to worship him through music.
0: Amen. All oh, oh.
1: Almighty God. And so we're going to turn to our God, understanding that our God is able. Can somebody say, he's able?
0: able.
1: To deliver. So tell your neighbor, don't stay where you are. God can get you out. Some of you you need to look at your neighbor again and say that with a little bit more conviction. Don't stay where you are. God can get you out. Because our God is able to deliver. And so we think about, as I conclude our series, dealing with our situations that some of us have not chosen to be in, but yet we are in nonetheless. But yet I want to encourage us to understand that we serve an awesome God, can somebody say awesome, that is able to deliver us. And so we look at, again, in Acts 7, chapter, verses 35 through 36, and read that again from the New Living Translation, the Word of God reads, so God sent back the same man his people had previously rejected when they demanded, who made you a ruler and judge over us? Though the angel appeared to him in the burning bush, God sent Moses to be the, their ruler and savior. And by means of many wonders and miraculous signs, he led them out of Egypt through the Red Sea and through the wilderness for 40 years. I want to highlight the first part of that aspect of the 40 years Uh, sorry, not the second part, when he led them out of Egypt and the Red Sea, the first and the second part. He led them out of Egypt and into the Red Sea. When Stephen is preaching this message about how they have rejected the prophets before them as they have rejected and killed Jesus, uh, he's pointing out in summary of how God used Moses, whom they rejected. He still was able to deliver them from Egypt. This also encompasses and includes the ten plagues that were done and the last plague that was done was the Passover and celebration of dedicating every firstborn born of the matrix of the womb, whether rather be of animal, of beast, or of human, to be dedicated unto God. And they put the lintel and the blood of the Passover lamb over and the God would pass over them. And they left at that night and God blessed them said, go ask and receive everything they would give to them. And they received gold and treasuries and things that they could... Handled to carry out into the wilderness. And then as they leave in that time to go into the wilderness two day of journey as they're going through the night, now it finds that Pharaoh is going to go after them. And this is a part of God leading them through uh, the Red Sea. Exodus 14 chapter verses 10 to 14 to highlight this for us is as Pharaoh approached the people of Israel, looked up and panicked when they saw the Egyptians overtaking them. They cried out to the Lord and they said to Moses, why did you bring us out here to die in the wilderness? Weren't there enough grace for us in Egypt? What have you done to us? Why did you make us leave Egypt? Didn't we tell you this would happen while we were still in Egypt? We said, leave us alone. Let us be slaves to the Egyptians. It's better to be a slave in Egypt than a corpse in the wilderness. But Moses told the people, don't be afraid. Just stand still and watch the Lord rescue you today. The Egyptians you see today will never be seen again. The Lord himself will fight for you. Just stay calm. Think about that last part of that message, right? Just stay calm. Think about how people say that word to someone who's in trouble, right, who's in peril, and they're trying to calm them down, right? Just stay calm. Don't fall into shock. Don't fall into panic. Stay up. Calm. Matter of fact, when a rescue is trying to rescue somebody, they want them to calm down so they can easily get them out. When you're panicking, you're frantic and you're flirting all around and moving all around, it's harder for the rescue to pull you out safely and not cause any more damage. Matter of fact, if you are drowning and you're swelling your arms, the, the lifeguard can't get to you unless you're calm down. They gotta get you and pull you out so they don't get knocked out and fall down with you. I'm talking to somebody to understand that the times in order to get right and to get ready with God, we got to learn to stay calm by keeping our mind stayed on Him. He'll keep you in perfect peace. Those who keep their mind stayed on Him. When we trust God and believe in God, we can be still and know that He is God. We can stay calm. When we can calm ourselves, we can understand He's going to work on us. But That's why medicines are invented anesthesiology. For that reason, because you won't stay calm no other way. They gotta put you down. I'm talking to somebody here. They gotta put you down in order to work on you and get down. But here God is telling the people of Israel through Moses to stay calm because the Lord is going to fight your battles. So I want to talk about again today that understanding God can deliver you. Don't stay where you are. Notice how, Stephen preached this message to them. Pointing out, you rejected the one who God has chosen. You rejected the one who God has chosen to be your deliverer and rescuer, and he is to be your ruler. He is the leading up, and Moses goes on to say that God will raise up a type like me out of your people. So he is a type of Christ. He's showing them this is how God is going to redeem his people, but the people were not receiving this message. But even though they were not receiving the message, it does not stop the message from going through. Let me help some people out about computers and technology that you you receive a message and and then you get the alert on that message that you have a message, but yet if you don't open up the app and read the full message, the message is still there. The message has already been sent. Now, it's up to you to receive the message and acknowledge the message. That's why some of us have those smart devices that let you know when a message has been read, They let you know that the person received the message or it has been read or they have open it up, so you can make sure that did they get the information I intended for them to have. Or sometimes when we don't have that technology, we call them and said I sent you a message. Did you get it? Now, right, we want to follow up the information to make sure they get it. But another thing is this: I want to highlight here is that the message is already operating in the background. Sometimes you might, op- you might send somebody a message. This is a beautiful thing I love about our data devices. Now, you can send somebody a message that has a date for appointment and a meeting. And automatically, if someone has set their device up, it automatically adds that appointment to their calendar before they even open up the message. It's already working in the background. Can somebody say in the, in the background? See, see what's already been done for you to be benefit so you don't lose out on the message is working in the background. You have no knowledge, you may not be understanding of what's going on, but yet you're going to find out where you need it, the date, the information, how to get onto that Zoom conference or that Skype, whatever it is, it's already been downloaded to your calendar. All you got to do is click and it opens up. Is working in the background. I want to highlight how we serve a God that's greater than any computer and technology. He's always working in the background. While you have not maybe downloaded, maybe you not even checked to, check to receive whatever needs to be done, God is still working in the background. Tell your neighbor, God's plan is always great. His, his plan is always great because it's full of wisdom and it's always going to be
0: professional.
1: See, Acts 14, chapter 1 through 4 is going to show us the background, what God is doing. Now the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, tell the sons of Israel to turn back and camp before Pi-harath, between Midgoth and the sea. And you shall camp in front of Belsephone, opposite by the sea. Notice the setting here. For Pharaoh will say of the sons of Israel, they are wandering aimlessly in the land. The wilderness has shut them in. Thus I will harden Pharaoh's heart, and he will chase after them, and I will be honored through Pharaoh and all his army, and the Egyptians will know that I am the Lord. And they did so. I want you to see, God is working in the background. God already told Moses, get the people out. He got them out. But now God says that I have some Alternate move you are going to make. This is some strategic maneuver for a reason because he knows how it's going to work out. He says, I want y'all to turn back and camp here. And notice the topology. He's pointing out to him the topography here that there's going to be sea on one side. There's going to be land and cities on the other side. And it's going to look like you guys are wandering aimlessly because you made a U-turn. God has already worked out. I know what it's going to look like, but I know what I'm going to do. Aren't you here glad that God knows what he's doing? (laughs) See, see, God knew the heart of Pharaoh as he knows a heart of Israel, just as he knows our hearts of us. God, in his perfect wisdom, knows what will cause us to be scared, what will cause us to be worried, what will cause us to doubt, what will cause us not to trust. And so, therefore, God knows how to operate, to build up our trust, to show us he is God, and how to defeat our enemies. Y'all don't hear me. And see, God already understood that Israel did not have a fighting spirit to fight the enemies he had the camp in front of. Secondly, God already knew that Pharaoh would relent and would seek after the Israelites. And lastly, God knew he would punish his oppressors and deliver Israel finally, completely from them. The condition they are in is going to be changed because God is doing the work in the background. God planned for the appearance of Israel, of looking lost." Think about it. When Pharaoh finally let the people go, God did not lead them along the main road. That runs through the Philistine territory, even though that was the shortest route to the Promised Land. That's Exodus 13, chapter 17, 18, y'all with me. If the people are faced with battle, they might change their minds and return to Egypt. See, God already knew that if they face battle. They'll go back to their oppressors. He understood that they're not ready to walk in the power and the victory they already have because they don't know it yet. And since they're not ready to receive what I have for them, i got to prepare them so they'll be ready what I have for them. So since they're not ready, i got to show them how good I am. I'm, I'm so glad that we serve a God that likes to show out how good he really is. You don't think I can raise him up from the dead? Show me to the tomb, Jesus says. He, he got mad. They didn't understand how good he really is. Lazarus, come folks. They were in awe and shock. Oh, uh, master, oh, master, they told Jesus, don't come to the man's uh, house. Uh, the girl's already there. Y'all get out. <laughs> Mommy, daddy, it's two y'all, come on in. Two y'all come. Girl, get up. Give her something. He'll let you know I can do things. Okay. Okay. Y'all don't think it's possible. Okay. And so God is saying, y'all don't think I can overcome this Egyptian army because y'all think y'all lost Y'all think you are swarmed on every side, but you understand, I worked it out that way. (laughs) And so God, 18 verse 13, God led them in a roundabout way through the wilderness towards the Red Sea. Thus the Israelites left Egypt like an army ready for battle. This appearance moved Pharaoh to think he could recapture them. So once his heart was hardened, he goes after them. But the Israelites are chilling. <laughs> they're camping. They're like, nobody coming after us. We out here. We scoutt-free. We, we left the Egyptians not knowing that God has worked in the background that caused Pharaoh to think. I heard scouts say that they're turning around. Scouts say they look kind of lost out there. I think we can bring them back. How are we going to lose all this free labor? How are we going to lose all these people that we had oppressed that helped build our kingdom? And so once again, we see God moving in the background. Now, when Moses shows up and talks to the people, because Egyptian is coming, verse 13 and 14, but Moses said to the people, do not fear. Stand by and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will accomplish for you today. For the Egyptians who you have seen today, you will never see them again forever. The Lord will fight for you. Will you keep silent or will you stay calm? I want to encourage us that you may not agree with God's plan, but that does not change the effectiveness of the Lord's plan. You are free to give the Lord your suggestions. I heard a joke say you want to make God laugh, show him your plans. (laughs) With the understanding that God's way is still better. We should be open to trust the Lord and follow his lead because he knows how he wants us to be. So let us walk in confidence and obedience to what God has called us to do. They thought, under the pressure, it would have been better to go back to Egypt. The Israelites thought, because of us being surrounded by the Egyptian army on one side, mountains on another side, and the Red Sea on another side, it would be better for us just to surrender and go back to the captivity we just were delivered from. See, this is a lie of the enemy. That does not want you to move out of the place you are in. He likes you to be comfortable. He likes you to be complacent and not be willing to stretch and grow and be the magnanimous, also wonderful, powerful woman or man of God he's called you to be. The enemy will prefer that you will just lie and be still and do nothing instead of let God work in you and do miraculous, awesome things because you made yourself available for him. God is leading you. To where he wants you to be. The enemy's trying to distract you. He's trying to make you turn back. He's trying to make it look better to what you are leaving from. God has already brought them out of the clutches of Egypt. And the moment they taste hardship, they are looking to go back to the mess they just left. This is a trap that many of us have struggled with right there. It's hard for us to be free of the mess that we're so entangled in. We become used to the pain. We become used to the abuse. We become used to the aggravation that it becomes normal to us. And so when someone is trying to help us to get out, we fight them because we're not fully aware of the harm it's causing us. And so what we need to do, what God has told them, I've got to get you out of the mess you're in. I have to pull you out so that you can see from a distance it's not as good as you thought it was. That, that, that's how it is. I don't know about you, but yet I've, I've seen it how you can be in one room all the time and it feels alright, but when you walk back in the room, you say, I didn't know it looked like this. Sometimes we gotta step back and see the full picture to find out how bad it really is. And sometimes in our lives, we're so caught up in it that we don't know that God has to send people in us and in our lives to call us, to warn us, to, to open us up, to realize that there's something that needs to be changed. There's an emptiness, there's a hole, there's something wrong that only God can't feel. And God has shown them that you thought you were okay here, but I heard you cry out to me. And since you cried out to me, I've sent my deliverer for you. But I know it's going to be hard for you to accept the deliverance. It's hard for you to accept what I'm sending you, but it won't stop the effectiveness of my message. Whether you choose to click to download, it's still there, and it's still able to help you and assist you, because guess what? It's still working in the background. So understand that God is with you. Do not fear, but stand and see the salvation of the Lord. Uh, verse 21, I want to read this again real quick, highlight this as we get into this text. The, then Moses raised his hand over the sea, and the Lord opened up a path. Through the water with a strong east wind. The wind blew all that night, turning the seabed into dry land. I I wanted to highlight that as we get into this next part of our text. Uh, Tell your neighbor success does not come easy. God is using them and bringing them out of their circumstances. They think that it would be better to turn back to who's coming after them. But they're not understanding that God can lead them through the difficulties that they're facing. Oh, y'all don't hear me. Uh, There's mountains on one side. God can lead them through the mountains. Y'all don't hear me. Uh, There's an army on one side. God can defeat that army. Y'all don't hear me. There's a sea on the other side. God can get them through to seek. What I'm trying to point out to you that everything that looks bigger and greater than them is not bigger and greater than their God. It may be bigger and greater than you, but it's not bigger and greater than your God. So if you know how big God is, then you know how small that problem really is. <laughs> and you can be like, God, take care of my lightweight. <laughs> God, I, I I got some trouble here that only you can deliver me from. I, I'm going to trust you to do what only you can do, and let me be obedient and follow you. See, God called them out to worship, and God called them out to be the fulfillment of the promise he gave to them while they were in bondage 400 years ago. He told Abraham, I'm going to raise up your children. They will fall into oppression, but I will punish those who oppress them. And so here it is that they're not understanding That the insurmountable obstacles that are around them are insurmountable insurmountable to them only. They're not understanding that God had worked it out to put you here. They're not understanding that God had this whole plan marked out. They're not understanding that this has not caught God by surprise, but it caught you by surprise. But yet... It's another opportunity for you to see how good God is. God is now going to use Moses to rise them above their circumstances. God has already risen Moses above his circumstances. May I rewind back and say how Moses started out? He started out as a basket case. He started out lost and had no place to call home. And what, he gets drawn out of the water and getting drawn out, where he gets the Hebrew name Moses from becomes his name Moses, drawn out. And now he becomes a prince being raised by Pharaoh's daughter and the prince as a prince of Egypt, trained in all of the Egyptians ways. But then he decided he identified with the Hebrew because his mother was able to nurse him and weigh him up and help him to understand his heritage, his ethnicity, that he identified it with the, those who were being oppressed and not his Family he's living with with the oppressor and he decides to kill a, an Egyptian. Pharaoh, now mad, makes him a fugitive, is going to kill Moses. Moses flees into the wilderness with nothing but the clothes on his back. The woman says he looks like an Egyptian because he's dressed like an Egyptian. But yet he marries and has his first son, calls him Gerson, means I'm a foreigner here, recognizes I have no home, I have no place to belong in. And then the second son he names Elijah, means that God has protected me from Pharaoh, understanding I found a home, my God's protected me, He's providing me, and I'm good just being a poor little shepherd boy here in the wilderness. He went from high to the lowest, and yet God speaks to him through a burning bush caused him to go back, and now he's done these 10 miraculous plagues and led the, the children of Israel out of Egypt. And here they are, surrounded by the army they just left, and mountains on one side and the water on the other side. And they're looking at the mountains like, we don't want to climb the mountain. They're looking at the army, we don't want to fight the people. They're looking at the water like, we don't have any boats. God says, pick up your staff. Raise your hand over the sea. Divide the water so the Israelites can walk through the middle of the sea on dry ground. God can lead you through what is difficult. The sea is before them, but God is leading them through the water. God shows his power to make a way out of nowhere. He tells Moses stretch his hand with the staff over the water. Then God blows. Y'all don't hear me? God told Moses, stretch his hand and the staff over the wall. Then God blows. Because it was the wind that divides the walk. Y'all didn't catch that. Let me say that one more time. It's the wind that divides the wall. The Bible tells you what kind of wind it was. It's an east wind. This means it's coming from the desert. That means it's a hot wind. Matter of fact, it's like a blow air dryer coming to dry up all the water. Y'all don't hear me. So it's a hot water coming, because you know what heat does to water? It evaporates. So God's using the east wind to come blowing. And I can see Moses looking like a a guy in the TV show, like a superhero. The wind is blowing his hair back. Yeah. And God blows back the water. And he licks up it all day and all night to be on dry land. That roughly 2 million or 4 million people will walk through to get to the other side. Isn't that something? And yet, here's the other thing here. that Now, I didn't mention this, but God has always been with them. And so what happened is that God was leading them by a cloud. And here's what happens, Verse 19. Then the angel of God, who had been leading the people of Israel, moved to the rear of the camp. The pillar of cloud also moved from the front and stood behind them. The cloud settled between the Egyptian and Israelites' camps. As darkness fell, the cloud turned to fire, lighting up the night. But the Egyptians and Israelites did not approach each other all night. Then Moses raised his hand over the sea, and, and the Lord opened up a path through the water with a strong east wind. The wind blew all that night, turning the seabed into dry land. See, understand that God is working it out. He's working it out for your favor. Also know that God is working in the background. Also know that God has all your protection covered. You hear it all the time if you listen to the radio like I do or in, in commercials and you see them advertising about how you can secure your, your, your loan online. You can secure your ID on loan. You can secure your credit cards, right? Then you know how you can secure your ID and protect you. Basically saying that you can keep on living your life, but pay us this fee. And we will protect you from being robbed from somebody abusing your ID and messing up your credit. So just pay us and we will protect you. He, I want to point out that God is, is protecting them and they're paying him no money, let alone are they going to pay a fee. But God says, regardless how y'all feel about me, y'all, y'all want to go back to Egypt. Y'all feel like you can a your grades back there, but I want you to know that I will move from the front of you to move to the back of you. Because I got the wind already blowing on Moses in the front of you. And I'm protecting you from the enemy that is behind you. And I'm using the mountains around you so that they cannot attack you from another direction. Y'all don't hear me. God got all the sides covered, all the angles covered, all the perceptions covered. So God tells Moses what to do, and God does the rest in controlling the elements. Moses told them already, before God did this, of their victory. Verse 13. Y'all know, y'all see, we're in verse 19 and 21. In verse 13 he says, don't be afraid. Just stand still and watch the Lord rescue you today. The Egyptians you see today will never be seen again. And that also, God has already told them, I'm about to give you victory. That's the excitement that they had right there, that their victory has already been won, but they haven't seen it yet. God is letting them know that I'm about to set you, here's where I think Hollywood got the ideas of movie trailers. Try to give you a, a preview of the great event of that you need to go see the theater. Here it is. A prophet's giving him a preview of what's about to happen. He says that today <laughs> you will see deliverance. Just stay calm. They're like, what are you talking about today? What are you going to talk about today? You're going to see deliverance. Enemies all around it. What are you talking about today? Then They see the wind blowing. Wait a minute. Y'all get your pop popcorn ready. <laughs> God's about to do a great thing here. And so here it is now. They said, whoa, water. On every side. Now notice, remember, the God, it says the water is like a wall on both sides. Again, so that the enemy cannot surround them. God's making a perfect direction of path saying the enemy got only one way to go. So if the enemy sees one way because God now removes himself so the enemy can see all oh, they're getting away. And join with me in verses 23. It says, Then the Egyptians and all the Pharaoh's horses and chariots chased them into the middle of the sea. But just before dawn, the Lord looked down on the Egyptian army from the pillar of fire and cloud, and he threw their forces into total confusion. He twisted their chariots while making the chariots difficult to drive. Let's get out of here, away from these Israelites, the Egyptians shouted. The Lord is fighting for them against Egypt. When all the Israelites had reached the other side, the Lord said to Moses, Raise your hand over the sea again, and then the waters will rush back and cover the Egyptians and the chariots and charioteers. So as the sun began to rise, Moses raised his hand over the sea, and the water rushed back into its usual place. The Egyptians tried to escape, but the Lord swept them into the sea Then the waters returned and covered all the chariots and chariots, the entire army of Pharaoh, of all the Egyptians, who had chased the Israelites into the sea. Not a single one survived. See, Moses already told us, before they even got there, the enemy you see today will be gone forever. The Lord is going to fight your battle. Do you see the power of God moving right here? Notice Moses' job as supporting actor. All right, I raised it. Water spreads out. All right, good. He walks to the other side. All right, raised it one more time. Water falls over the enemy. Right? That's supporting actor. What did he do? Obey God's command. All you got to do is obey God's command. It's amazing how you will see victory right in front of you. The miraculous work of him just trusting God, of raising the staff, God blowing the wind and, and drying up the Red Sea. And then they walk to the other side. And then the Egyptians are coming down trying to get them. Notice how God has separated them so much so because, you know, a chariot moves faster than people. That they were so separated that they're now in the middle of the sea. And the people on the other side, on the other bank, able to see in front row. Because they say, today, you all about to see. God deliver you from you. I I, I can see a modern day translation. I would have pulled out my long chair and sat on down and got my nice beverage and say, Let's see what God's about to do right now. And He covered them up. What I'm understanding is this, that. Many times our circumstances, that seem insurmountable, they seem overwhelming, they seem like we cannot come overcome what is before us. But yet I want you to understand here that whatever is big, whatever is great before you is not bigger or greater than our God. I will remind you again that if God can bring you to it, God can take you through it. God brought them through. God knew what he was going to do. They wanted to go back, but yet what they wanted to go back, God destroyed. I want to encourage you that you don't have to be in chains and bondage because God can destroy them. Don't go back to what's only going to draw you down, but go to what's going to bring you higher. Yes, and so here it is that God brought them out of Egypt and brought them through the Red Sea in order to prepare them to go to the promise. I want to encourage us that our life is not going to be all roses. and It's not going to be all candy. It's not going to be all sweet and good. It's going to be some hard times. There's going to be some difficult times. But yet as we realize that if God was with Moses, He go be with us. Matter of fact, that's what God told Joshua when he followed after Moses, it's just as I was with Moses. I will be with you. Y'all don't hear me, no? That's old testament, Pastor. What about the New Testament? Well, Jesus says, and lo, I will be with you always. But he says that after he told me commanded us, go ye and make disciples, baptize them in name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and I will be with you always. Y'all don't hear me. He says that you abide in me, I will uh, abide in you. Anything you ask in my name, my Father shall give to you. Why is that, Jesus? Because if you are trusting me, you believe in me, you follow me, know that I am with you. And if you are with me, then you are covered because God is going to look at his son and see all who the son sets free is free indeed. And so when you know that you have liberty, that you know you have victory, that you can shout now, regardless of the sea before you, the mountain on the side, and the army behind you, knowing that I'm getting excited because God's about to do
0: something.
1: It looks hard. It looks like death might show up. But I know I got life up because Jesus says I'm the way the truth and the life. No man gets to the but through me. Good day, Nazar. may the Lord bless you real good. But on your way home today, you ought to testify that there's nothing greater than my God. There's nothing bigger than my God. My God can pull me out whatever I'm going to. My God can get me through whatever space is before me. I know my God. If he can make Jalane out the Red Sea, if he can get me over a high mountain, if he can fight every battle and defeat every enemy, if he can destroy every giant, and I know, regardless of my circumstances, my God can pull me out. So I encourage you. See the power for yourself. For how good God is. By just trusting him. Surrendering to him. Knowing he's working in the background. So even though you try to work it out, you're trying to figure it out, know that God has already worked it out, and just be still. Surrender to him and let him have his way. Let us pray. Mighty God, we just thank you for you being God all along. Forgive us, Lord, times that we've made it about us, but our pride and our ego. But, Lord, may we surrender to you. And truly may you have your way within us. Lord, may we just be obedient to the role you've called us to be in as you surrender in your place. Father, there might be someone who does not know Jesus. Lord, we thank you that today is the day of salvation. May their heart and not their hearts. Lord, may they confess in their mouth and believe in their heart that Jesus Christ died on the cross for their sins and that you raised him from the grave with all power. And Lord, that you are seated at the right hand of the Father interceding on our behalf, and all who call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Lord, I pray that they will find a church believing, church preaching, church teaching home, that they will continue to grow in admonition, Lord, of you. Father, we thank you for your word that has pierced us, and may we walk, Lord, in confidence and obedience, knowing that you are great, you are worthy to be praised, and that we are more than conquerors, because you have given us fixed freedom through our precious Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So let us not walk with defeat, let us not walk with shame, but let me walk with humility and submission to your holy will. And may we be of good courage and emboldened in, in order that with God for us, who can be against us. In Jesus' name, Lord, we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you, those who join us in online Amen. John, here we, may, here we may stand and get to worship our God and just celebrate him for what he's doing. Continue to follow us on our website and like us on Facebook and on YouTube. And uh, God bless you until we meet again. No, Jesus loves you and so do I.